Okay. It is time to get started. I think, Lucas, can you hear that intro? The brand new intro. The brand new intro. Shh. Son of a bitch. Sorry about that. (laughs) (laughs) We can't can't even start. All right. Cue the intro. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Not bad. We are pretty, back pretty in the house. Back in the house. Back in the house. Face Off to face. The... Energy will be different and higher today, thankfully. I hope. It was like the last three weeks was literally an arc. The first time was like, meh. And then the second time we ended up adding the video chat. And that was like already way better. Now we're at the climax. <clears throat> yeah. So I, now I we, think we can we should, only go down from here. I think we should have definitely. We can only go up from here. Oh, sorry, my bad. Well, it might just level oh, up. Maybe. Level out for. A couple of times. Anyways, oh. today we are gonna be talking about the Bad Batch episode one and two. So this is gonna be a long episode. No side topics. No just side Bad topics. Batch today. Well, just I mean, Bad I Batch. Know. I don't know. Like it could be long. I think the la- I think the second episode probably didn't have as much content. So no side I mean, topics is in like we talk about well, this yeah, and yeah, then we yeah. talk about that. It's just, yeah. It's it's this it's and that and nothing else. Yeah, we will. We will go on tangents. That there will I be rabbit holes. It's yeah. our show. Don't tell us what to do. Well, actually, in a way, you should for feedback so that we know. What yes, but actually, no. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, but actually, yes. Yes, but actually, yes. Yeah. Actually, yes. Uh, anyways, let's that, go. <laughs> Episode so. one aftermath. That's a Clone Wars to Bad Batch logo transition, though. That oh, was flawless. So, nice. so flawless. It was sick. It was beautiful. And then you got the and Tom Kane opening narration, which I actually had, did not expect at all. I, I actually enjoy it. enjoyed it because it, it really made it feel like it was just another episode of the Clone Wars. Which I... Bl- which I, I guess <laughs> it, it technically <laughs> was. Yeah, no, but like... <laughs> Technically, like it's it's advertised as the Bad Batch. It's not advertised as Star Wars: The Clone Wars: The Bad Batch. It's advertised no. as Star Wars: The Bad Batch. I think Episode One is Clone Wars, Season Eight, Episode One, and then Episode Two is actually Bad Batch, Episode One. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's only one episode in the season. <laughs> That's all I need, dude. Well, actually, called honestly, episode One could have been a whole season. Let's be real. Yeah, it could sure. like it was a movie based. It was a movie. It was a movie. Yeah. It was a movie. Feature fit, feature length. But uh, the reason why I appreciate the Tom Kane narration so much is Tom Kane actually did suffer a stroke not that long ago, and there is a possibility he won't be doing voiceover anymore. So, and he was doing Admiral Yularen from Clone Wars. He did Yoda from Clone Wars, and he did the opening narrations for all the Clone Wars episodes. So, hope he does. Hope he does a full recovery because. More Tom Kane would be dope. But during that opening narration, there is a reference to just they're still fighting in the war, and there's exact frame scenes. From oh. oh, yes. When yeah. they're rescuing yeah. the Chancellor for the second time. And when they're fighting Dooku. That Not was Dooku. Pristine. Dooku wasn't in there. No, it wasn't. Pr- no, Dooku wasn't in there, sorry. But when they. Yeah, when but they it was in, that, in the opening scenes of Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. And then Grievous, like the simple scene of Grievous leaving in the escape pod. <laughs> beep, beep. But 
was gonna say like they used Drevis for like two to five seconds in the opening of the season seven finale. Yeah. So it's like, why make a template that good and not use it again? Which is why I think Vader is going to appear in the show. <laughs> I think Vader would actually kill the Bad Batch, but that's uh, later. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's Ooh. like looking into the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're talking about the intro. Talking I, about the intro. Try, we'll, I'll try and stay on top of I'm that. I'm so glad I watched the Bad, no, the bad Batch. That too. But the Rebels. Because I'm so glad you watched Rebels. Because it, it makes because sense Because Caleb now. Doom. Oh. Or Kanan Jars. No, in... Rebels, Rebels, but still. And I, oh. I'd totally forgotten that Depa Bilaba was actually Caleb's um, master. And I uh, totally yeah. forgot. But did you know Depa Bilaba was Phantom Mace Windu's Mace Windu's Padawan. Oh. And she almost turned to the dark side. Yes. That was a Shatterpoint cool. novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the coolest Which novels. Which I didn't read, so... Yeah. It, yeah, I was like, lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's a, like it's a, an old one. It's like a, you know, like, like what? Well, I'm confused it's by tied that hand together. Gesture. Like, <laughs> just do this, then. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> because this has oh. something else in my yeah, mind, and I don't yeah, want to. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, no it like it, it, it fit DP together. and Colossus. It. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> off topic again. <laughs> Let's wow. continue on. So, okay, that clone commander. It's together, yeah. Does anyone know who that no. is? I, I don't think he... Well, I mean, my first, my first because he was green, he was like, oh, green, but... But then on, you realize he's on Kashyyyk. Yeah. So. Kashyyyk. <laughs> I thought, like, for... I, my best guess for who that commander is is Commander Doom. But I... I have no idea. So Aiden's going to look that up pretty quick and see if there's yeah, any resemblance at all. I don't feel like doing that. So. But yeah, the, that's <laughs> what I was going to mention is that below. D-U-N? E. Hmm? Dune or Doom? Both. Double O. <laughs> Doom. Like Dr. Doom. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I like um, the same voice actor, Freddie Prince Jr. for Caleb Doom. I mean... It was kind of strange. It was so strange. Actually, he hit puberty really early. (laughs) Like his voice was probably done by somebody that was like thirty. Yeah, yeah. Um, Freddie Prince. So Commander Doom um, is actually in the Clone Wars. Well, yeah, with Tipley and Tiplar. Oh, okay. Season five, or that's where I I thought it was when I think Tiplar is the one that died. Basically, Tup killed her. Yeah, that's the or, that's the five or no, that's, season. That is not the fives arc. That is the fives arc. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sick. But yeah, Caleb Doom, this voiced by voice the same. Actor. But yeah. it kind of looks like. Oh, I was gonna say it kind of looks like. Oh, he's from. I was gonna Scooby say Doom. Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> not really. He's yeah. one of the characters, Fred in Scooby Doo. Yeah. That's where I know him from. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was kind of strange to hear like that kind of voice come from a Jedi Padawan. Yeah. I'm, but it's like yeah. it, it makes a lot of sense to still use Freddie Prince Jr. just because of the continuity. Because yeah. generally, if you're gonna watch Bad Batch, you haven't seen Rebels in a while, unless you're Lucas, who just watched it like last week. About a week ago. <laughs> a week ago. Dink, dink. Okay, or yeah. if you're you just haven't <laughs> <laughs> I suggest you do it. Will <clears throat> you don't have to? I'm not saying you should, but I'm just yeah. If you want to know more about Ezra Bridger, you should. 
Yes. But and the, if you don't know who Thrawn is, at some points should. there's thrill, uh, thriller, <laughs> filler. So it's mm-hmm. it's whatever. Yeah. But but then yeah, Bad Batch entrance. But then yeah. Yes. Kill Doom brings them in, and they do what they do. Both of them have a sick entrance. Caleb sliding mm-hmm. down the mountain, and then the Bad Batch running down the mountain. See, my, my question <laughs> is, why were the Bad Batch there in the first place? Why not? They were the backup. <laughs> yeah, but like, well, why, why, why them? I think, I think it's very like it's yeah. a well placed like, th- like they. I think they wanted to tie it to Rebels somehow, and they were like, hmm, how do we do this? And then they're like. Oh, we have this backstory that Caleb's master died. Um, yeah. Telling him to run like this, this, and this. Like his mis. First of all, his mistrust of clones mm-hmm. also helps um, like solidify that because um, Crosshair was like shooting at Caleb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, even though like Hunter was like, trust me, or like he's getting like the two sides. Yeah. Which was like. Um, probably one of Make the signal. It, like <laughs> in rebels he doesn't like clones no no at all so at first at, at first. first yeah rex rex makes that better but uh <coughs> yeah, they call in the reinforcements of yeah. bad batch they do their thing they do and their there's thing. a lot of like one take action shots yeah just circling around all the battle droids and they're just kind of just wiping them out and then Wrecker throws pushes off three AATs <laughs> off the cliff. <laughs> I love Wrecker. I love Wrecker's that. my favorite character. For me, it's like Same. Wrecker is a kind of annoying to me, but yeah. you liked his annoying Wrecker's like the character. Wrecker's like the guy that's um like young at heart, but like strong. He's a freaking because massive he's, dude. he's a he's a beast, but then he has like this little stuffy, and it's like, oh, it's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Can you appreciate the uh, second Revenge of the Sith reference? So it's like I went nuts on these. It's like Utapau, the Obi Wan defeating oh, Grievous oh, reference. So you kind of get the opening narration at the right beginning of Revenge of the Sith, and yeah. then the second one being right in the almost right in the smack middle. Mm-hmm. So you know what's going to be happening pretty darn quick. So and then <laughs> Caleb runs off with Bad Batch, and then the commander gets a call in the background and you see him walk off the screen right behind Devin Vallaba and uh, (laughs) I think that's the first time a Jedi actually saw um, yeah saw it happen like saw the hologram go execute order 66 Mm. and the person in the hologram too yeah because she realized right away yeah that part is just heartbreaking man and then when you see Caleb running and then he like feels it like he feels it. It doesn't even matter how strong he is because usually people that are knights or masters can like actually feel it stronger in the force yeah. that like something's wrong. But there's also the incredible, like we've shown countless times in Clone Wars that the master and apprentice bond is oh, yeah. incredibly powerful. Oh yeah. yeah. That, that's also so, like part of like, he like sensed that something was wrong. Yeah. And then he runs back to try and save her. She I don't like, run. they've done it three times now. Technically three times. So like the first time was in episode three when all the like the clones are turning on the Jedi and we see it and we're like sad. Like it's genuinely sad. Yeah. They did it again in Clone Wars and you're like, oh uh, and then again in year, Bad Batch. It's Fifteen like, years later. And ah! then again in Fallen Order. And then it's like <laughs> yeah. why? But why Filoni, are we visiting this such traumatic moment? It's like oh. but it hits well, every time. That's I the want thing. to do a little bit of a segue. Okay. Because 
Revenge of the Revenge of the Sith is easily like acceptable, like the best Star Wars movie, best prequel movie, arguably. Everyone's got a different opinion for their ultimate Star Wars or favorite Star Wars movie, but the best prequel movie is easily Episode Three, and Filoni is proving time and time again that the events that happen in Episode Three are the most important in the entire story. No well, doubt, yeah. that's because he's shown it. Three was the climax of the arc. One, two, three. Yeah. So the yeah. events in one and two, the rising action. don't matter <laughs> as much to any other show because it matters. The one and two matters towards three. And three is where it builds off. Yeah. But like the what I'm saying is like the <laughs> prequels are generally like were hated when they were released, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, Filoni has been able to prove that episode three is one of the most dynamic S-tier. movies that like <laughs> it's no one it's anticipated. Like above S tier. <laughs> but like, like we said earlier, like order you saw the first time you saw Order Sixty Six was in episode three mm-hmm. during those scenes yeah. and you see and then all Filoni... the jedi i actually really liked in episode three when they panned with all the jedi like getting and their clones getting killed yeah. like adi galia uh Kari Muni. Um, although hey, i don't think it was adi galia anymore because she died to uh, uh savage no it was a al secura but there was uh, someone on ryloth the same species yeah yeah. No, was it Ryloth? Kiari Mundi on Mikeido. Ayla Secure on Felucia. Yeah. Some and then, species uh, of Adigalia on Salukamai. Quick quiz. Do you remember where Plo Koon died? That was Keto Nimoidia. In the ship. It's Keto Nimoidia, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in, in his ship. ship. <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> in his ship. No. And we've actually only seen Keto Nimoidia once, or besides the movie, once. Or maybe, maybe more than once, but yeah. In the Clone Wars, they go to Keito Nemoida because yeah. they're making plan or making uh, trades with the sure. trade People. federation. Sure, yeah, yes. Another quick note: I just want to point out that the Bad Batch kind of reminds me of the Penguins of Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Whoa. Whoa, that's so true. The muscle, the brains, the leader, the one that's just there. <laughs> oh, what's that one? Oh, the kid. Uh, the kid. Uh, the kid's echo, definitely. The kid, the kid penguin, like the like the less the, like the stupid penguin. Private well, Echo's not. Bri- no, though. Private's Omega. No, right now that, that's Mort. <laughs> that's Mort. <laughs> no, what's the one that like swallows explosive? That's Rico. Yeah, Rico's that would definitely be record. record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Skipper is Hunter, and then Kowalski is Tech, and then Private is Echo. Kowalski. That is crosshair. They don't have. We don't care about crosshair. Uh, we're yeah, we'll not even. <laughs> Anyways, continuing on. All right. Uh, so, Hunter, or when Order 66 is met, are executed, the Bad Batch are, like, really confused. They are so confused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It really, like, like they, they, like, they, like, uh, they keep running. Caleb turns back. They go, like, what? What's happening? Yeah. Because they, because obviously, because we watched the episode, their inhibitor chips aren't working. Even Crosshair. This wasn't as effective, but it was still it, working. It's working, but just a no, little wasn't. bit. It wasn't working. He just has a very, very strong tie to following orders. Because that is that is something people have. That is like a conscious... like in Even in the army, there are people that um, will follow orders even above their conscience. Yeah. There was a reference in later on in the episode that when Crosshair is going under for examination they said, sure they said it that Tarkin or the Kaminoan said that his chip wasn't near as effective as a regular clone. So it was working mm-hmm. yeah. when the order was executed. It was working. But, but then they like 
Uh, that's that's get that's getting into later on the episode, but yeah, we'll talk about that. I know it it definitely worked in operate. It was operational, not fully operational, but it was operational to the point where he shoot. maybe received maybe it that um, order. Well, yeah, they all received the order. They all could hear it. No. I yes. Think so. That yeah, Tech was the first one that said, "Yeah, it's Order 66. He's like, "You know what that means?" You know what that means? Nobody no. kn- nobody huh. knew it because um the, because their inhibitor chips are the ones that tells them like what are the these orders. Yeah. Although uh, even then, then like Crosser never followed yeah, Crosser, orders unless it was from Hunter. Unless it's on Yeah, Hunter, exactly. Yeah. Which is why I'm I, I think yeah. that he had a conscious like I following orders is what I should do and not which um, is there's this, but this it is a came, kid. maybe I shouldn't kill a kid. Yeah. Like But it also came from someone else and not Hunter. So if he's following orders from someone other than Hunter, the chip was obviously mm-hmm. working. So we yeah. might not have like the whole story. We might not like cause um Hunter was giving crosshair orders, but when they went back to Camino, Tarkin was there. Yeah. And um we saw in a snippet that um Crosshair had sent in a uh a report, report yeah. saying that Hunter didn't actually kill them. So there must have been like yeah. an exchange or something. Yeah. And an Tarkin was like watch them or something. I don't know. Yeah. But possibly rate so Hunter and Crosshair chasing Caleb down through the trees. But there's that one note that's the same note as the end of season seven. And I don't know how to explain it. When Ahsoka and Rex Oh, it's like uh, the grave the, the gravesite? Yeah, the gravesite. And it's the burying the dead soundtrack. Yeah. <sighs> that I end up I, like, I end up skipping it every time because I'm like, I can't afford really, a car right now. I I listen to the Clover soundtrack at work and I like I listen to the entire thing except that one, just so it's like, hey, I'm not gonna cry at work. It's gonna be weird. Why are you crying? I'm listening to a soundtrack. <laughs> it's very but emotional, what? okay. The Clone Wars. What's that? An animated TV show that was originally meant for kids. Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Star Wars is a kid show. Technically, <laughs> yes. But the content now that's pushing out is getting a lot more mature. Same with Harry Potter. I think it's still got like um really? like like it's still got Oh, Good. for sure, because their uh, target audience are still kids. Okay, let's... But adult, um, it, adults can watch at it. At the time of release, the, their target audience was kids. Oh, for sure. Our, our age. I'm going to be... Us. Yeah. Growing but up. As we grow up, it's still kind of kind of geared towards the kids, but more geared towards us. Just like the Harry, how the Harry Potter movies were. Like, the first two, three movies were more for there kids. Were, there were and then as it went on... aspects in the movie. Because... It, it got darker and darker. Yeah, especially seven. <laughs> <laughs> Sectum Sempra. Um, shows nowadays for kids are way more like kid shows than we had. Like, we had Looney Tunes and people were blowing each other's heads off. Of <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that, it was so funny. It was hilarious. And I feel like nowadays kids shows aren't just aren't as good. Like, there are soft. obviously yeah. like, like like Gravity Falls, if you've ever watched Gravity Falls. No. Gravity Falls is a good oh. example of like a TV show that can be geared towards kids, but also geared towards like um, older, um, older teens or hmm. adults. I do remember watching Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls point. is a very, very good show. I highly recommend. That was the I, I, Disney original, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's on Disney Plus. So. I'll say. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so they, uh, another thing I noticed as they're running down Hunter and Crosshair, Crosshair switching his gun from, I'm pretty sure like safe to kill whatever 
As he's running down, yeah. you can see him switch something on his gun. <laughs> switch yeah, something. probably switching from stun to to live. See, my thing is... Although, but why would he change it from live rounds against the battle droids back to stun? That... And then back his, to his word, live fire. His words are so know. reminiscent of the um, Umbaran arc. Yeah. Good soldiers follow orders. Mm-hmm. They're I was the like... Direct line. I, I was I was like confused because I was like why 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 is crosshair and then he was like good soldiers follow orders and he's like and it, it was a very it felt really tense like it was a really tense moment because it was like crosshair's not doing what hunter wants him to do yeah and hunter's like the leader like don't do it and then and the crosshair's like good soldiers follow orders it's like although he said it in the same way that top said it yeah which is very entranced like, in something else i was so and confused also, like it was a really yeah but that's why that's why i'm saying like the chips on crosshair or the chips the chip on crosshair was definitely active the minute the order was given yeah mm-hmm. but like it was said later on that his inhibitor chip isn't as effective as a regular clone a regular clone had no chance to resist it mm-hmm. crosshairs was probably active to the point where he would do it but it wasn't like hellbound yeah to killing all the jedi it's that just a very it's a very like it's a cool con it's a cool very interesting I, dynamic there. i think possibly that um his mutation or his like deformity like because they're they're called the sad batch i thought that was fun <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you never really hear like it, the clones are always like neutral towards the fact that there's a a special a special yeah. niche group of clones just like out there doing their own fighting yeah and then and then in the cafeteria which i thought was i was a really it was a really oddly played or no it wasn't an oddly placed scene but it was actually kind of interesting because i'd never seen clones fight each other before besides <laughs> umbara not that again. was that was not on purpose <laughs> but yeah there was like a cafeteria fight i was like what is this fifth grade <laughs> yeah it is dude they really probably funny. are that age at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was like, yeah. And then the guy came over, he's like, oh, Fuck one more addition to the sad batch. I was like, wait. Yeah. They don't like them. I guess I guess they're clones. Different. They should be proud. I mean, they should be proud of them for like ah, but yeah. This ego. I mean, even in the like the the uh there yet, son. The original I do want to mention something quick before we keep <sighs> like before we accelerate at like sixth gear. So when they get to Camino, the Coruscant guard are already there. Yeah. And it's interesting yeah. because in season six, when they do the fives art, they go back to Camino and there's nothing but white clones and the clones of the gray markings. Arc troop, or, uh, yeah. But there's also I would assume there's security, but that's whatever. But when they arrive, the Coruscant guard are there. And it's very interesting because those clones are under Palpatine. Mm-hmm. And it's insane to me how quickly everything changed from the Republic to the empire. Yeah. It's like, as soon as Palpatine made himself emperor, like Tarkin and all those guys directly underneath Palpatine were like right away gone to their places to take over Palpatine. I just flipped the switch flip flip. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's such an annoying song. The reference is great. Then Tarkin arrives and can we appreciate his massive thunder thighs? (laughs) <laughs> that's, massive thunder thighs that's some <laughs> thick tarkin thighs right there oh man 
I mean, like, like every Ahsoka, day. Ahsoka was like, looked kind of ripped in with their biceps. The season, with the like, biceps, yeah, we appreciate. But, yeah. <laughs> but Tarkin's thighs are freaking oh, huge, man. dude. <laughs> and then that meeting at fifteen hundred, <sighs> and the exact dialogue from Revenge of the Sith from mm-hmm. Ian McDermott when uh, Palpatine's giving his little speech about the Jedi attempting on his life. Mm-hmm. The Republic shall be reorganized into the first galactic, galactic empire. empire. <clears throat> oh, literally, I that. know what the commander uh, in uh, uh, at the beginning, beginning is, beginning is called. Name. Gray. Hmm? Gray. Commander Gray, Commander Gray. That is wearing green. Yes. <laughs> yeah. During Clone Wars assigned to General Depa Bilaba. He was the clone commander in the General's Battalion. Does he have the exact markings too? Yep. Sick. Commander Gray. Nice. Or er, CC 10994. Dope. Clone? So I was trying to look up the what the, the gray, the gray clones are. Oh. <laughs> and it was like Gray is the name of a clone in Clone Wars uh, or in, in, in like Star Wars fandom. I was like, no, gray armored clones, not gray. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, at least, least. You, was a, yeah. at least we found it. That's pretty yeah. cool. But you have to remember from that Palpatine speech, that's the moment that Anakin's on Mustafar mm-hmm. slaughtering separatists. Slaughtering separatists. Literally, though. <laughs> he is. Showing no mercy. I'm actually interested if the show, like going into episode three for the Bad Bat show, will give us like any indication of like the end of episode three. Mm-hmm. Because we're in such a different part of the galaxy that like I'm curious if they're going to like somewhat intertwine a reference to an event and then go way past it. Like even if it's just briefly at the beginning, kind of like where you are in the timeline, because as <laughs> Star Wars fans, you really do care about the timeline. I keep forgetting that episode three, Revenge of the Sith, happens so fast. Mm-hmm. And the end of Clone Wars happens so fast at the same time. I keep thinking it's like a year-long span, but it's like a couple months, weeks, actually. It's within weeks. Crazy. It's like the final arc of Clone Wars is like within the same time period as it's Revenge of the Sith. And it's like an hour shorter. Just jumping from event to event. Yeah. Just as a reference thing. Yeah, after that meeting, all the boys go to their uh, barracks. Barracks. Barracks, that's the word. And then I, a just really interesting point is Echo's helmet. Echo's helmet? Yeah, he's got no. the, he's like, got, like, he's like got the, the whole face, but like, because he has the mechanics on his head. Double. I'm just wondering how he puts it on, because on the, on the helmet, on the back, whatever, on the bottom, it's still closed off. It's not just open up. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah, it, it looks weird. I, I, yeah, I as well the, noticed that. He's got like the Lobot thing. For, I don't know if you remember Lobot from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. yeah. He's like, got like that little thingy in the back, well, but then he's got a Bad Batch style clone helmet that kind of yeah. just pops out his face like straight on rather than going from the top down. Yeah, but what I mean is it doesn't actually go straight on onto his face. Do you know what I mean? Because on the back, oh, there's like that notch that's open for that. Yeah, and it's quite a communications. large notch. As well. But it's then like underneath that, there's still like a thing that goes around his neck, like a full. Is there? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> could be horribly wrong on that for my part, but that'd be cool. I'm gonna search it up. Bad badge helmet shows hunters. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are your? I just want to do a general question. What are your thoughts on Omega? 
I think she's going to play a big part in the, obviously, she's going to play a big part in the episode, or in the in the season. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Obviously. She's, she's introduced as a brand new character. Why would you introduce a new character and then never use it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, it's happened, but yeah. I mean, she's <laughs> also introduced, she's also introduced as one of the And Phasma. Rose. And Kylo. And that other chick on the last, on last whatever her face is. <laughs> <coughs> well, I like I, her. I, I mean, pretty cool. In the second episode, when she takes that head thing out, mm-hmm. her hair goes down. If you didn't hear her voice, you would think it looks like a boy. I would think so. I can see that. But when that when that uh, happened, I was like, "No, put the thing back on. You look way cooler with the stick back there." <laughs> but. Uh, I'm personally a fan of her. She's, let's say, because Ahsoka was introduced around that age, and she was hated on I her direction. I think she was a bit older, but yeah, around that age. Around that Yeah, age. you're right. But she was hated by fans from Because she was a whiny little... Calling her, uh, calling Anakin Sky Guy and R2E and... <laughs> no, which I that was good. I like I completely that. see that. I completely understand that hate. Yeah, which yeah, which makes a lot of sense, but I also get the hate that she got. Yeah, because it, it was it was kind of like that's kind of you just walk in into a, a middle of a battle, and you kind of think that you are above everyone because you're a Jedi. Mm-hmm. I actually really want to see them go back to Christophsis. That'd be cool. I like that planet. Yeah, like the Omega character is definitely a lot more appreciated in the fandom as an introduction for a little kid character. Baby Yoda. Just, sorry, just to back up a little bit. I have found an image of Echo's helmet. You can oh, that makes sense. See here, you can see the back there. That makes sense. Yeah. See, there's oh, there's sure. holes on the side. I always it's wondered. Open, it's about open that. here. Yeah. It's but then it's closed on the bottom there. Oh, interesting. If if you have Disney Plus and you go to episode one of Bad Batch and you skip to, hold on, where is it? I wouldn't be surprised if like his helmet is all over Google Images already. If you <laughs> skip ep- Bad Batch episode one, skip to seventeen thirty-seven. You can see his helmet there. Don't skip. Just watch it and then pause it at seventeen thirty-seven. Yeah, or that. Too. <laughs> or that. But that's what I mean by yeah. I don't really understand how his helmet goes on unless there's like a it opens up like a flap or something. I would assume <laughs> it opens up because it'd be kind of. It must open up because if he when he closes and locks it, it'll lock it in place. Yeah, but I'm. I love how we're segueing so far to Echo's helmet. <laughs> it's just an interesting thing. We just I, love Echo, I, yeah. and we want to we, we, we wanna care about him. We do. And we do. really show him the love he deserves, yeah. because he's a beast. I thought there was going to be more conflict, though, when Echo, or when Tarkin saw Echo or something, but they just really were setting that up for the fact that Tarkin doesn't like clones, which was like, but oh, there's also kind of anticlimactic. There's, There's also still a lot of- so many clones that, like, how is Tarkin going to distinguish, like, Echo from another clone? Because Echo was one of the clones at the Citadel. Yeah, but if they're all, if they all look the exact same. Sure traumatic, the exact <laughs> traumatic uh, experiences um, make you, like, remember people's faces. Yeah. Tarkin didn't find that traumatic, though. 
Tarkin is not a very maybe not traumatic experience, but it was a very notable like episode. I think I feel like uh, Tarkin, he probably didn't want to show Echo any sort of favorite favoritism or like any acknowledgement because he hates clones anyway. Hmm. I would so. find it very strange if Tarkin would recognize Echo because think, Echo yeah, I, yeah. Echo had He's his dead. helmet on the I, whole time. You, I mean, he knows what a, Tarkin would know what a clone looks like, but Echo exploded oh, he never, in I don't the think he saw his face it was like echo died on in the, in the citadel by the ship yeah and he was proclaimed dead mm-hmm. so for tarkin what's the point in remembering a single clone yeah when you've got a war to win yeah or exactly guess, but that's also his mindset he doesn't like clones so he wouldn't remember them but yeah you're right yeah it would just be kind of odd if all of a sudden it's like oh it's echo oh, it's echo <laughs> What are you talking about? I just it's it's, been, it's literally been four dead. seasons of Clone Wars and episode three events and I thought there was a third one. I thought it was like five's Echo and like one other one that were still like alive. But I don't remember. It's five's Echo heavy. Heavy died on the Rishi. Not top. Top. But uh uh something bait. Shark bait. <laughs> uh, dead weight. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Uh, fish bait. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't know. Fish bait. I don't know. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Gotta watch those episodes again. So I guess we're at Omega's introduction. Yeah. Um, I mean, kind of. It was just kind of like a. What do you think of her? And then I was just gonna go jump right into the right. training. You know who we are? Yeah, you're Clone, for- Clone Force ninety nine. You're Clone Force ninety nine. I don't know if I liked her voice. I do. Really? I, I do. My name's Omega. <laughs> I was like, oh. It's like they kind of they needed, I mean, who knows how Daniel Logan would like say those lines. Yeah. But they did try and find someone relatively close to Daniel Logan for the New Zealand accent. Mm. Rather than trying to find a female like voice to compare with D. Bradley Baker. Why don't they just clone him and then make that female, you know? Totally, 100%. Duh. <laughs> like, wait, is there already the a same clone? Guy voice all the clones. Yeah. Yeah. D. Bradley yeah. Baker. Yeah. Like, do you not see okay. that video I sent in the? Can, can, oh. can we appreciate? I'm pretty sure they separate people voice. No, no, no. no? Wait, it's the same guy. That's this what is I Garrett. thought. This is what I was going to say. Can we appreciate D. Bradley yes, Baker for voicing every individual bad there batch? There are five different accents he has to do. I'll pull it up real quick. Just a moment for this to set up. I did send a... Wait, he voices... A... Yeah, he voices all those characters oh, as well. <laughs> he voices Bosk? He does. I have the video right here. The typical clone voice is more... There's your Rex. There's your, your, your basic clone, like that. And then Hunter has a, a covered smokiness to his voice. And Tech is, is a little more British in his sound and is very easy breezy. Wrecker is is a big child, basically. And Crosshair is a coiled snake. So his delivery is more deliberate and ready to strike. And Echo, Echo is closer to the, the clone, the basic clone voice, but he's often got a grumpier uh, tone to his voice. So, because he's not... He's not entirely on board with how the Bad Batch does things, because that's because he's a he's a reg, right? <laughs> so that's 
this guy has like, <laughs> knowledge of the show too. That's yeah. crazy. Sometimes actor or voice actors are like, they know about the show mm-hmm. and they like know like what the show is. Yeah. The guy who did like Tarkin jargon as well. The guy who did Tarkin, like uh, Rebel. I don't know if you guys know Rebel Force Radio. No. But they are the biggest Star Wars podcast and they have voice actors come on their show all the time. Like Ashley, Ashley Eckstein, Matt Lanter, uh, James Arnold Taylor. And they had, I believe, Steven Stanton, who voices Tarkin and Bad Batch right now. And that guy does his homework. Like he read the Tarkin novel. He read the Vader comics for Tarkin. He's like, he knows his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, yeah, it's crazy that the same guy voices all. That's actually really cool though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can, I can, it's, it all stems from the same voice, right? It's all just like clone. Yeah. Like, but 100%. um, it is, it is pretty cool to see that like somebody has that many, like that range um, i've only seen a couple like or seen i only know of a couple people that actually can do like the guy that does uh, all the voices in family guy <laughs> yeah that that yeah, guy's yeah. like super good at his job and also matthew mercer yeah. of critical role what was that Who podcast you said in Sp- uh, in overwatch Which one? what was that podcast you said that has guests on or something rebel, rebel. force okay. radio well uh earlier this week i listened watched mostly listened to because i was looking up different who the voice actors were for rebels and i found an interview um on youtube uh the resistance broadcast and they had um taylor gray the voice of ezra bridger on there and really interesting how well and you were saying that some people voice actors don't really know what's going on taylor gray was saying that he had a lot of help from his other co-stars i guess yeah. and also dave filoni co-voices <laughs> <laughs> because yeah dave filoni is not bad <laughs> pretty much george lucas's prodigy so he oh. has all that knowledge yeah. and he's working with them and telling them like this is how it's done this is my plan this is his ideas and all that so i just found that really interesting yeah well it's nice to see that people are genuine with um like dave filoni's just such a gem i love him but it works so well because he's a fan yeah and yeah. like in and anything sci-fi like or nerd related, all the content is way better when fans do it. Yeah. Yes. Because they have a passion for it. Where other people generally, it's more like it's, a job. It's a money. It's a they money just machine. Do yeah. For, Disney. Yeah, for, <coughs> Disney. For, for, for seven, eight, nine, it was a money machine. They didn't really. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like they cared about the. <laughs> I can't even say they they didn't care. They only wanted to make money. I can't even say that no. they wanted. I can't even say they wanted it to be a good story because it wasn't. It wasn't. Anyways, uh, anyways, not to and not to discourage the sequel trilogy fans. If you're a fan of the sequel trilogy, I am actually jealous of you. Because we want to we want to like them too. We want to like them, but we it's just hard. can't. It's so hard. Uh, then you're gonna say, "Open your mind, guys." Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. I tried. It doesn't work. Let's uh, let's move, let's uh, continue with Bad Batch before you get too sidetracked into the sequel stuff. But yeah, and then the, they go into training. Very, uh, I guess, would nostalgic be kind of this word for it? Going back to the training courses. Yeah, actually, yeah, a little Here. bit. Echo is probably having flashbacks, going like, oh my, oh my brothers. But it was um, kind of new, and I guess it was like not surprising information. But at the same time, it was kind of like, oh, they're actually doing it. 
Bad Batch destroys the simulation the yeah. first time. Oh, yeah. And then Wrecker kind of lets his ego up and goes, well, Give me more. Give me more. And then Tarkin unleashes droids with live rounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And they still kick ass. But what was kind of cool is that the droids that had live fire look like the dark troopers from Mandalorian. That's what they call them. Yeah. So I'm curious if they were like phase, maybe entering phase two or something. I don't know too much about Dark Trooper, like the timelines of it. Yeah. Because that is actually all comic book stuff. Yep. But I think there's phase two because they don't look as scrawny as phase one. But then also, sorry. Plus they don't have flame. Thrawn also has some in season four. Yeah. Rebels. Rebels. Of Rebels. I want to see them make a movie with Thrawn. Ahsoka show. Dude. Sorry, that was, yeah. Um, a whole show about him. I'd yeah, yeah. I like how they. I don't know what the, what they said exactly, but that plan that they did that they said oh, reprogramming like we that did droid. In Felucia, or <laughs> like we did in. Uh, oh yeah, do it. Yeah. They're doing all do, the hand do, signals. Do <gasps> I don't know. Like, I don't understand what that is. And do you? He's like text. Like of course I do. I memorized them. Maybe if you did too. It's like uh, <laughs> that's what you're for. <laughs> yeah, that's what you're for. What we did He's on like, Felucia. Why are you just chasing so? Oh, so like, just right charges out. Like, oh. So funny. The thing is, like, Clone Wars, I guess, or you can still classify as Clone Wars at this point. The animation is getting, like, insanely cinematic. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I believe they back. took the animation up further from season seven. Mm-hmm. And that was already ridiculous. Season seven's choreography was ridiculous. Oh, Ahsoka versus Darth. Oh, Maul. appreciation oh, for Ray Park for motion capturing Darth Maul twenty years later, <laughs> after actually doing it in Episode One. Mm-hmm. Kind of the one thing that stuck out to me in this simulation was when Crosshair is like Wrecker knife, and then so Wrecker just chucks up his knife and then poof, right to that. Oh, oh, like just oh. I know Tarkin's it's like, like I know it's kind of like ridiculous to think about or to see it kind of unfold, but at the same time, it's like that's sick. That's sick because you because Crosshair has established himself to have perfect accuracy. Yeah, in the Bad Batch episodes in, the, in, in the, season seven. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was in that hallway me. scene. Oh, I was gonna say it's legendary hallway scene. Yeah. I actually have an idea for Crosshair's inhibitor chip, but I want to get to that later because I want it to relate to the scenes that come up way later yeah. at the end so yeah yeah so then they get sent off on a mission to take out some insurgents they yeah, were thinking like they were seeing droids. insurgents and then tarkin was saying they're separatists yeah mm-hmm. which Here's made the him thing. right away think that they were droids Clankers. separatists aren't all droids no so that did make sense yeah they said he said insurgents so i was like okay it's gonna be separatists mm-hmm it doesn't necessarily have to mean droids, but the clones instantly think droids because whenever yeah. the separatist or whenever they were f- referred to as a separatist, it's like there's battle droids, there's droids. Yeah, I knew as soon as they were sent on this mission, I'm like, I wasn't entirely sure it was just going to be droids or whatever. I had a feeling like it was going to be something else. Yeah, well, I guess something like, else that we weren't expecting. Yeah, and then Saw's like, "Hey, what up, G? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing here? Like, what are you doing?" Oh. Sheesh! He dies in Rogue One. Any yeah, spin-off show, Saw Guerrero shows up. <laughs> yeah, actually, except Mandalorian. It could be in that spin-off yeah, show because he's um, dead in what's Rogue the One. Show? 
What's the spinoff show uh, um, that they're making about Acolyte? Andor? No, Andor. Cassian. And- Andor, yeah. Cassian Andor. He could appear in that one. Probably. That show, I think, is going to be the most underrated show. Is it's going to be live action, right? It's not. Yeah. 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 Why can't Dave Filoni just do all of it? No. Um. <laughs> would be beautiful. Um, it also take ten years for everything to come out. Yeah, him, him and John. Favreau. But they need to focus on the fact that the fans didn't like the movies. That they should maybe focus more on actually coming up with better ideas on the next movie instead of making a bunch of random shows that we like, but is just a cash grab. If it's just a ca- if it was just a cash grab, I wouldn't. I don't think it'd be as appreciated as they are. Yeah. We don't want to spin off. We, off might, of a spin we off. might like it, but we're not <laughs> going to like it near as much as Mandalorian. I think they yeah. were branching off to play Cara Dune, and like it was going to be female centric, I believe. Yeah. It was going to be Cara Dune and Bo-Katan for shit's sake. Like, who doesn't want Bo-Katan? Yeah, I mean, I mean, um, I know, I know. There's probably a lot of people who don't want Bo-Katan, but for me yeah. personally, Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan. Are you kidding me? Why just wouldn't make, you want to just see make that? another Mandalorian? Uh, add her to the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, like shit. make the Mando have an arc where they go to um, Mandalore. Man, well, not Mandalore, but the the moon. Uh, the protectors or something. Shoot, no. What's the? Oh, I forget no. the name of the moon. Regardless, where the Night Watch was. Yeah. Um, Death Watch. Death Watch. Night. <clears throat> Death Watch. <laughs> I think I, we should I, just I, keep moving on. Yes. Then. This point right here, Crosshair asks Hunter to take the shot if he can take the shot, kind of thing. Concordia, Concordia, thank you. That's the one. That's yes. the moon. That's, that's the moon. That's the one. Yeah. Crosshair goes, "Hey, can I take the shot?" Hunter's like, "No." Crosshair doesn't. Hunter does not take. Does the shot. not take the shot. Take the. So shot. Hunter, he's still listening to uh, to Hunter at this point. Um, and then they decide to go back to Camino for the child. Yes. Yes. That is only because tech. Uh, read her or diagnosed her DNA and mm-hmm. when they're talking to or they're overhearing stuff about with the Kaminoans and they're saying that they made mm-hmm. five enhanced oh, yeah. clones and they're like uh, Echo's a reg so the fifth one's gotta be Omega I've also yeah. seen her DNA so, and that's when Hunter kind of goes we're going back for her yeah mm-hmm. technically right Echo is a reg n- not a reg anymore he's because mobile. he was <laughs> he's mobile machine now yeah. man he was created as a reg. Yes. He's but not defective. He's not defective. But he was but only defective once he was, I don't know, presumed dead or captured yeah. from the Separatists. Under experiment. He's now an enhanced clone. His first, his original programming. He's got an R2-D2 arm on his insanely arm. Insanely all, all <laughs> I love that. It's he so can good. stick his arm into like the, the port that R2-D2 can. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's gold. Just like, time to activate this elevator. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. But it's kind of cool that throughout the episode, Hunter and Crosshair are getting more and more heated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because their odds are so different just because of a single order. Mm-hmm. Where are we now? I'm lost. Uh, they get back to Camino. I feel lost. <laughs> Omega is confused. Like, yeah. uh, you yes. came back for me? You came back for me, Omega? <laughs> You're not gonna let that go. Aren't no, you? I hate the pronunciation of her name. I hate it. Omega. 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 Execute order. My name's 66. Omega. It's like okay. Well, I mean, Omega was probably uh, honestly. 
of the two, probably Omega is probably the more like apt name because Omega is kind of like a hold up. Bef- when before they get hold back to Camino, Omega is actually looking through their barracks. That's when she gets yes. captured. Yeah, she finds the picture. Oh, like, rip all AZ together, AZ. No, the droid we didn't know, we didn't care about. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then they get back, and then they get. Yeah. and then put into the jail cell and then well, that's what that's when she says like you came which, back for me like which isn't even like a jail cell. which isn't even <laughs> <a jail cell. laughs> yeah yeah what are the odds of them actually holding prisoners on camino i mean it was technically a race from Rep- republic archives hmm. for the longest time or actually 10 years roughly yeah well camino is actually like a planet that was once green and lush with life now Got it's flooded. blue and lush with life. <laughs> and then this is where Crosshair is taken out to get scanned. Yes. Mm-hmm. CT-9904. May, uh, may I take it a little bit further back? Same scene. Care. Same scene. I don't care. But Omega, or Crosshair is kind of <laughs> like, kind of, he's confused. Because I, he doesn't know, like, I mean, he doesn't know who to follow, but he's yeah. kind of struggling with it. I have that note, but and I skipped over it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important to figure, like, for Omega's character, just because, like, she's going to him, being like, "It isn't your fault. I know yeah. you can't help it. Yeah, yeah. But just don't do it." Yeah. And I think she is. This is why I asked, like, "What do you think?" And I'll ask another one when we're probably closer to being done. Episode one, I think, but it's very. It's her character development. Like she knows. There's some sort of insight there. Yeah. Well, she was growing up like under the command of all the Kaminoans. So she knows that each one of them has an inhibitor chip. Mm-hmm. She so knows she every- probably recognizes that he's struggling with it, that it's not taking over him completely, but it is telling him what to do. So he's really struggling. Like, am I supposed to listen to this? Which is basically a, really heavy headache probably mm-hmm. or am i supposed to listen to hunter yeah yeah mm-hmm. like i'm pretty sure the like, what morality. they're trying to do is literally show that he's tearing he's his mind is tearing him apart basically yeah, <laughs> yeah. kind of like anakin because he doesn't know who to follow mm-hmm. yeah. wait in the chambers or the council chambers and no one, no <laughs> one's really helping Crosshair yeah. out too. But it's not mm-hmm. like you can though, because the situation is so complex. Well, and they don't even really know what's going on. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, we jump to Crosshair being taken for examination, and that's when we discover that Crosshair's inhibitor chip wasn't fully defective. Defective, and it still worked. And Tarkin's like, <laughs> just amp up. The whole like the chip just, well, that shows just right now he's on level three. Take it to target. level thirteen take plus. To, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> out of ten levels, we're gonna go to a three to a thirteen. Well, we saw that change up ten levels. Um, well, I mean, uh, are, are we gonna talk about like the, them breaking out? I mean, it's not really. Mm, you can probably just I run like right I through just, it. I just want to point out that Omega copy and Hunter <laughs> with all his actions. Oh, I, <laughs> I love that. That's funny. <laughs> Adrian, you want to bring up your little thing you've been probably Kay. waiting to say for yeah. the whole time? <laughs> so, by the end of this episode, I was like, they are copying Mando. They're taking a child along into their things. So, I was literally like, after this episode, and actually, especially 
episode two. Mm -hmm. If Star Wars fans aren't making memes about Hunter and Mando being the two dads of the uh, Star yeah. Wars franchise, <laughs> like they better be. Uh, <laughs> maybe I should look on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Adrian told me this last time. I'm like, dude, you gotta say it. That's like, facts. I, they, yeah, literally at the end of this episode, I was like, they're just copying Mando. Yeah, but it works. I feel like it I saw so something well. about that somewhere, like a meme about that, uh, but. <laughs> that's what it's I like so that's what funny. I was saying during episode oh, yeah. two because it was really hitting the uh mm -hmm. the connection between the adult and the child. Mm -hmm. And it was like I kind of just randomly said, I'm like, dude, this the formula worked for Mandalorian. Why wouldn't they do it again? Yeah, like yeah, episode two like really delves into this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think we're gonna get there There's pretty quick. But yeah, so Bad Batch breaks out of prison, I guess. Wasn't really prison cell, but Wrecker was able to punch his way out of it, which is dope. And then they run to the hangar, hangar bay to get their gear because their gear was taken to the hangar. I'm not going to read it yet. One sec. Yeah. So, yeah, they run to the hangar, they grab all their stuff, and they're going to go back for Crosshair because he's one of their, one of their own. Mm -hmm. And... As they're about to leave the hangar, the bay doors open. Do, and do, 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 do. They're like, do, you came to us. That's great. Come with us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice. It's like, Couple no, he's actually he's not wearing the Bad Batch armor anymore. It's just gray. It's literally just That showed like a complete out. transfer. Yeah. It's blacked it's out, like, dude. He's, he's gone. Beautiful. He's fully gone. It's more machine than Matt Some Matt part Matt. of me wants to, <laughs> wants to feel like Crosshair is like just playing, playing with them or like I don't know. Playing on the inside. I don't know. Not but anymore. I feel like yeah, if they heightened up his inhibitor chip, yeah, he no. is not coming back. Hey, everybody knows if you have too much of something, uh, it can break. So if they spike it up too much, it can break. If they don't know the... I mean, obviously they know the capabilities of the chip, so they wouldn't have, like... I mean, but Tarkin doesn't. So Tarkin could go, like, crank her up. And they're like, it's not safe. And he's like, do it anyway. And it's... <laughs> You know, the classic, like, yeah, it's overloading. Crank it up. It's going to destroy the world. <laughs> Do it anyway. Like, yeah. Yeah, anyways. Classic <clears throat> villain stuff. Classic villain stuff, yeah. But this is what I was going to bring up earlier. So you got the whole firefight. And I guess, I mean, you can say it's plot armor, but as when you come when it comes to Star Wars, people find explanations for, like, everything related to plot <laughs> that armor. That wall over there is... Which is, <laughs> which is actually dope, because I hate answering with, oh, it's plot armor. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So when you've got the firefight going, Crosshair is missing a lot of shots. Yeah, yeah. So I I mean, yeah, plot armor. He but record. an explanation could be the inhibitor chip going up like with more like, intensification in of the inhibitor chip. The inhibitor chip the his skill. Right. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I so think. That his accuracy skills drop significantly as the inhibitor chip was enhanced. Mm. And Omega's Spence. like <laughs> and then Omega hits the shoots Omega the gun out of the his hand. Omega hits the shot, just like, pop, one tap, just headshot, just like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> hit like fire with like a small three sixty no scope, but <laughs> falling off the. They do that classic like build up tension for a little bit, and then something off screen happens. And like, what happened? And like, oh, okay, yeah, she's understandable. Shot, we got a we got a bad bitch here. <laughs> <laughs> But like it, it kind of works is usually when those scenes kind of happen and it's like a non-experienced person shooting a gun for the first time and getting a perfect shot. And if there's no the established thing. 
uh, like who this person is right mm-hmm. at the beginning, if, you don't if, care. If you guys didn't notice, Omega looks very, very, very much like a regular young clone going through training. Yeah. Yeah. Well, very, very much is a clone. Yes, I know. That's that's know. the thing. I don't know so, if you know, but Omega is a clone. Yeah, I don't know if I know that either. Um, she probably went what? through the same basic what? training before they realized that she was like, because yeah. there's there's so many clones yeah. that they probably don't like test them for deformities like until like however many. So she could have had some training, and then she's defective. So they like go, I, okay, she's but special. She's blonde hair. I do think that the Kaminoans did make her. Yeah. Oh, like, like specifically. Specifically I, yeah. like the yeah. Bad Batch, because the Bad Batch were, wonder, were experimental units. Yeah. And Omega is apparently the fifth enhanced clone. So I would assume that she was also created with that kind of intention just way down the road because yeah. the age difference. But, but we do know skills. she's super important. And I think she is a combo of all the Bad Batch. Oh, yeah. Members. Well, Tarkin didn't know that Omega was special. And the Kaminoans don't want him to know that she is special. Mm-hmm. So she must be really special. <laughs> well, yeah. I hope so. The, the Kaminoans, be... without Tarkin's knowledge, let the Bad Batch go. Yeah. Because you, you can see when the troopers crosshairs like close the door. But then it goes to technically Nalasu? it wasn't the Kaminoans. It was Namasu. Namasu. Who's Nalasu? Namasu. Nal- yeah, it the was, that was just her. Yeah, and she. If you saw the exchange between the prime minister and her, it was like uh, it wasn't like a tense exchange, but mm-hmm. she didn't tell him the whole truth. No. Mm-hmm. She's like they got away. He's ah, like, hey, don't tell Tarkin. <laughs> but uh, she was definitely more of a. I want to save Omega over Bad Batch. Yeah, but she happens to be with the Bad Batch, so I guess I'm saving <clears throat> the entire crew. Mm-hmm. So, so we know that. Cheaper. Yeah, we we know that the sep or that uh, Tarkin isn't going to go after the Bad Batch because he doesn't even know the Bad Batch are gone. But right now, Crosshair will. Mm-hmm. No, they escaped, and then he's. And then we're gonna get the trailer footage clip of Tarkin saying, "I want Clone Force ninety nine found and wiped out." Which I think it's going to happen already in episode three. This is the and we go into the ship, and then Omega's intrigued by everything, and then they go into hyperspace, and my favorite shot, one of my favorite shots of the episode, is the reflection of hyperspace in Omega's eyes, and her awe for seeing that the first time. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of great. Ezra in Rebels, when he first sees um, hyperspace. That'd be an incredible view. It reminds just me of space. the episode... <laughs> When they're with the Pergils, I think it's called. They're called those flying with the space whale. whales. Flying space whales, yeah. Flying? You mean space whales, not flying space. Whales. The spales. <laughs> spales. spales. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, towards the end of the episode, Hunter says, "Set a course for J19," which I was already saying that in the group chat that is going to be Salukamai. Yeah. It I was. had no idea what it was going to be. Well, <laughs> you have to, like, have remembered way back when, when Obi-Wan and, yeah. I <laughs> Cody. I, 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 I knew that, I knew Salukamai, but I was like, oh, they're going to visit somebody. And I was like, it's got to be either, <laughs> either, like, Rex and Ahsoka, or it's going to be that one clone from that one season from that one episode. <laughs> and then I just dropped the name in the group chat just randomly. Yeah. Cut quick. But I also 
follow Star Star Wars Theory on YouTube and Instagram and stuff, and his community is very sweaty Star Wars fans. Oh yeah, I mean I do too, but I'm so, not like I just see it and like scroll past. <laughs> I see I I you're see a Gary. lot of the streams that he does. <laughs> it gets very very all the nutty. Garys in chat when the when there's a giveaway. There's a. G- Sweatsicle does this real We're done. Yeah. We're done. Episode one is done. <laughs> On to episode two. It's, it's, it's. Cut and run. Episode two of the Bad Batch. They land on Sulukmai and then the boys get off and then Omega takes her time because this is her first time off Camino, so she's what is very this? intrigued it's by dirt. everything i love it <laughs> I, I said i was gonna watch it when that happened huh it reminds me of rapunzel yeah, with the grass and the water yeah <laughs> <laughs> i said her like right away she was like playing with the dirt and like anakin would kill her for this <laughs> i hate sand yeah <laughs> she's she's playing with sand and she's a kid <laughs> rip <laughs> anyways I don't actually have any notes for episode two because it was kind of it was it was meh. I do. I have. It was it was. Notes. It felt like filler. Of course, it was I more for. It was more for. It was so more much. for. Okay, uh, there had to be some form of hey, uh, this kid might not be the best fit for our group or staying with us. So I feel like that was the best way of doing that. Like you can't have like a regular episode with that in it yeah like with the content episode one was if that makes sense action driven and just setting up what has happened telling us what has happened and what is to happen episode two is more for dialogue and actual story and more character development character development and to build the uh, and just the yeah. bond yeah yeah build a bond to show that there's an awful human. lot like mandalorian episode two <laughs> yeah <laughs> like adrian said they're really similar yeah but i'm okay with that yeah i don't if, i mean if it works once it's gonna work again except this time it's animated and not uh live action it's still animated technically <laughs> <laughs> anyways um so the bad batch are walking through the crops and they get to the house and it's twi'lek wife yes first twi'lek laquane and sue twi'lek and then we find out that Rex showed up the day before they were there. Mm-hmm. But they don't mention Ahsoka, so there's a possibility she was with them. Or they already went off on their own. Do you know, what I think, think she would have. I, what I think happened, because obviously this is after the... That would be after the finale episode. So when they have the Y-Wing, it's a two-person Y-Wing. Yeah. Rex and Ahsoka leave in the Y-Wing, because that's their only fl- like the way off. Yeah. Rex drops Ahsoka off somewhere. And because if that makes sense, I'm kind of see like I'm definitely seeing the Mandalorian connection. So I think there's going to be a lot of cameos throughout the, se- uh, the yeah. throughout the season. So what I think Rex did was drop her off and went to go visit Cut to tell him what happened and yeah. just kind of just get some stuff off his chest. Yeah, because obviously everything that happened on that cruiser was very dramatic, and that yeah, he because he needed a brother that was not tied or connected to the actual Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. So really? goes yeah. there, yeah, visits yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, I'm not. Get some stuff off his chest, and then he left with the Y wing somewhere else. Yeah, he probably repainted it too. I think he ditched yeah. it. I think he ditches it. Probably personally, I think. 
Because if Rex was able to get on Seleucamite and leave, the Empire w was not there yet. So he probably just took an extra transport to get off planet, left and ditched the Y-Wing. Either probably dropped it off, or either he probably like tried dropped it off a cliff somewhere. Parked it in a swamp. Pulled <laughs> <laughs> the loose. And then so the kids come in, I don't know their names, and then they take Omega out. I like how Omega looks. They take Omega out. Yeah. They, oh, they do that. <laughs> I like how Omega looks back at Hunter for confirmation. Is like, this mm -hmm. is kind of like setting up like a father. Can I go, Dad? Daughter. Yeah. Thing. Well, that's exactly. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. I love it. No, Dad. It's just how, it's just like how in the end of, spoilers, <laughs> end of Mandalorian season mm -hmm. two, <laughs> <laughs> when Grogu looks back at Mando for confirmation if he can go with um, Luke Skywalker. Anyway. Having <laughs> ha not having Grogu in Mandalorian season three is gonna be sad, or I don't think so. If we see him three years later, you don't think he's gonna be sad? It's gonna be sad. What what what's gonna happen? What, what like what is the purpose of the I'm show then? The, next the Mandalorian. Yeah, the purpose of the show was Baby Yoda though. No, technically, I, com yes. I completely disagree with that. You completely disagree that the purpose of the show was to find Baby Yoda a home. Most definitely not. That's what he did. That's exactly what he did. That was why it was the purpose of the show. It was not the purpose of the show. It was no. It's about the. I mean, yeah, it was, but it wasn't. The baby Yoda thing. It was, it like was a literally you know what I mean. a marketing technique, oh, yeah. a way to sell more merch. And they did more, which they definitely, <laughs> did. They definitely <laughs> did. But season three is going to focus heavily on the Mandalorian, which is com which is what the show is about. And it's what it's called. He has a dark saber. They're probably gonna, they're going to go gonna into go Mandalore, Mandalore lore, mm. and I love it. Mandalore live action is going to hit so different, dude. It's going to be insane. I'm gonna forget. We can't talk about that. I'm gonna We're forget about Bad Batch. <laughs> I'm gonna forget about <laughs> that Grogu child so fast when the thing hit, once they hit Mandalore, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Anyways, the ball goes up the fence. Omega goes to get it, and then that animal shows up. Animal shows up. Do you as know that animal in scene? Attack of the Clones, the one that strikes at Padme, and then this is also more character development for Hunter because he. Is more of a soldier than a father, so he's yeah. kind of gets angry at Omega. Well, I mean, I think he's all a soldier and no father, <laughs> just and, like the Mando. <laughs> oh. like he's not recognizing that she is not a soldier. Yeah, she's just a child, which is what which they reference. Cut and Sue both point out. Yeah, to... yeah. There's it. It was a lot of like, uh, again, it was a lot of building of Omega's. I'm gonna stay with you. Mm -hmm. That was basically the build up. Like it was a lot of like. It would, there were tense moments like, oh, are we going to like do this, do that? But With ultimately, it was just basically the episode was about Omega. And then I feel like it's going to come back and Omega is still going to be in the shows, but it's not going to be maybe not as like focused on her um, uh, supporting actor. Yeah, like she's going to like obviously she's going to play an important role. Otherwise, we we wouldn't have seen her. Anyways, then they figure out they have to get off to make a plan to get off world. But they have to get the chain code, so then they do all that. And why do they have to get chain codes? So that they can keep inventory of everybody in the galaxy. Are you asking why they need chain codes? Oh, I was just saying, like, like it's like a, it's like they a, only have to do a, it because it's like the a census. Took over. Yeah, it's like a census. Mm -hmm. They, uh, the, mm -hmm. the, the Palpatine wants to know how many people, and he wants to keep track of people, yeah. so that if anybody comes in that's wanted. And the other thing is, they weren't getting chain codes for themselves. No, they no, were getting it for Cut and Sue and their kids. Yeah. Is there a, they already had a plan to get out of there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They already had a ship. Mm -hmm. 
Well, it was interesting because we watched the episode two, and then we ended up watching Revenge of the Sith right after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was also with an extended group of people who haven't seen the movie. The scene where Anakin goes to... Uh, he gets the Darth Plagueis story, and then he goes to the Jedi briefing room, which he just missed the meeting for, and Obi-Wan's turning off all the machines, or all the, the whole thing, and yeah. he tells Anakin that... Salukamai has fallen, and I'm like, "Whoa, is that like mm-hmm. Empire related?" But I was like, "Wait, Order 66 hasn't happened yet." <laughs> so, Salukamai as a planet by itself went from separatist occupation to republic occupation to imperial occupation within a span of a month. That is yeah. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that is insane. Yeah, I, I watched. I'm watching the rewatching the Mandalorian because I'm going through the whole thing in order, and then I was season one, episode seven. This is when they introduce Cara Dune, and then she says, if anybody runs my chain code, I'll be in a cell for the rest of my life. And then later in the episode, Scout Trooper asks them, mm-hmm. do you have a chain code? And I'm like, right after, because wa- I watched this right after I watched Bad Batch episode two. I'm like, whoa, this is like 30 years later from mm. when it actually happens, and they still have this. That's oh, yeah. Insane. This is like the introduction of the brand yeah. new system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, and the fact that they actually already put it in the sh- in the Star Wars universe in the show. Star Wars is just literally during, the greatest like, franchise of all time. Well, during really, yeah, <laughs> but it's not like only that. It just makes sense to put it in there because of the mm-hmm. takeover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so part it, of it's part of the story. It's and it's yeah. part of the overarching plan of Palpatine. And I'd just like to point out that it kind of reminds me of Vader. It just the galaxy the empire is making the galaxy more machine than ma- than man man yeah <laughs> it's it's not like giving them so that's what I, yeah. it's not giving them choice or like um the dictatorship or yeah. or even like the clones it's like world war 2 russia even like the clones cuz the clones have are individuals they're men and then the inhibitor chip russia. happens is activated and then they're just machines they literally just lost so, all individuality yeah. Which would be crazy to me if five, like if fives and stuff were still alive and everything took over, seeing all the personality build up from the Clone Wars series and then all of a sudden he's de- like he has no personality anymore. You're like, holy. Actually, fives <laughs> got his chip taken out. He did. So. He did. But let's say, what? Ta- if? What if Top <laughs> yeah. never killed the Jedi and yeah. everything just kind of happened? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, wow. Honestly, but that's that's And Rex would lose his personality too. He would have no idea what's going on. That's the thing is that um we wouldn't know, but we know what story we have, and what story we have is hella good. So But it's hella sad. Yeah. It's hella it's sad. Very, <laughs> it's, it's very fun to do what if scenarios. Oh, uh, it's fun. It's very fun. What mm-hmm. if man? Sheesh. What if Palpatine hadn't won? What if like there would have been peace and we wouldn't actually have that big of a Star Wars? Honestly. What if the what if the, what the, if the, the negative space. part of the fact that the Empire won or like the the that Palpatine won actually is it like progresses the story way better than yeah, yeah. him losing would have, which usually you don't like you, like you don't expect because usually it's like oh the good guys win nah in the third episode the bad guys win. It's like episode Revenge three, of the Sith. Of, yeah. <laughs> it's Revenge of the Sith. Whatever. Episode three, episode. bad guys win. The Empire, bad guys win. Episode five, bad guys win. Return that's of the what, Jedi. That's what Empire is, dude. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity War, the bad guy won. Mm-hmm. Although. Just to throw everyone off. Technically, he's not the bad guy. But 
He's, he's the protagonist. The he's not the hero, the protagonist. Protagonist. Yeah, which is just the main character. He's still a villain. Yeah. So then we're back he's, in the ship he's a with a complex character. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He he sees that there's a problem. Sorry, we're going back. Yeah. <laughs> we're no. we're yeah, back we're going on back. track. Going back. Episode two. Uh we have five clones. What's their names? Wow. Echo and Tech in the ship. And then but they don't know Omega's in there. But they make the plan to get their ship seized so that they get into the yard to get the chips. And then we have Echo going in, getting the disk encode, bring them back, reprogram that, reprogramming them, and then Omega takes them and yeah, the, their shit situation happens. is solid with Wrecker <laughs> ripping off the magnets. I love it. It's not good. It's, it's not working. It's not working. I'll take care of it. It responded to that. <laughs> yeah, like the system's not responding. Uh, I love Wrecker. Yeah. But I think he's my. Is that animal. the first time those those locks? Are shown in Star Wars. Star Wars. I want to Star Wars animation. Yes. Star Wars in general, because they are for sure in Rebels. Yeah, they're like that's the when I first saw them. I think this was easily the Were first time we Rogue see One it well. because they like the or not Ro- was it Rogue One? It was Rogue One, but it's also sure it way One. later in the timeline too. Yeah. And for a timeline, I think this is the first time because the Republic and the Empire are completely different things. Yeah. The Republic didn't keep track of everybody, at least right. not to the extent. So with the Imperials coming in, they're locking down ships and stuff. So I think this is the first time in the timeline they yeah. can get that. And then just carries over to Rebels and And then Shoal and Swan. and Yeah. Um and then so Mega brings uh, codes discs to them. Right before they get onto the ship, and this is where she oh, gets she, we got heartbroken. Extra, we get we have an extra one. I don't know if he forgot that, but there's only four that's going going four of them going. Uh, Tell you what, kid, you. you're going with. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Last second, Omega comes back and like, no, nah, I want to be with you, and she almost dies. Yeah, she's like, I want to be with you. Just get like tripped what by a clone. she died like, though? Ah! What, what if she, she died, died right then? Oh. What, what, tell me, Cody, <laughs> what would your feelings have been if she died in the second episode of how many episodes are there going to be? 14? 13, 14? I think they are doing 16 now. I said 13, 14 because I knew there was going to be 13, 14. At least. At least I think, least the, or, I think the original announcement is 14, but within the last two weeks, people have been saying there's going to be 16. <laughs> That's but almost what that's if an Omega, hour Omega extra died content. there? Yeah, I think I would feel the same way I did in the Evan Peters One Division cameo. <laughs> Just like okay, <laughs> no, no, cool. no, 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 no. I mean, like when he's introduced, it's like, oh shit, let's go, and then you turn out it turns out to be a Ralph Boner joke, <laughs> and it was like that was a waste of potential. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So if I'm like. I would. I think I would react the same way if Omega died in the second episode. Or Finn. Yeah. Okay. Let's not. Let's not, let's not right. segue to that. Uh, I would like to do a thing completely on the sequels just to get everything off the. I don't chest. know if I yeah, want move to. On. I think that's just a very negative podcast we will have. That will mm. be negative, but oh well. And then well, no. we get. Let's do don't be negative. The last part when they're on the ship, and then Hunter and Omega talk it out. Hunter says, "If this is where you want to be, then this is where you'll stay." Dad oh. moment. <laughs> yes, dad. Wait, that's not bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cutting that. <laughs> You're not cutting that. 
So I did have a, I mean, I wrote the questions on from potential questions on May the 4th, which is completely different from the other shows that like we've seen because most of them come out on Friday. Yeah. So I can be like, oh, what's going to happen next? So I'm writing like, <laughs> all these questions. Who could, like, yeah, like yeah. who could we see in episode two? And then I'm like, literally the day before episode two, I'm like, oh wait. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the first time, yeah, the I first have, one, I was yeah. like, oh, is is uh, the Salukami planet like they're going to, to Salukami in episode two? Does that mean we're gonna get a Cutler Queen and possibly a Rex? Yeah, cameo thing. And I'm like, oh shit. I have heard a bunch of people and like Twitter and like live streams for Star Wars channels. And there's a lot of people speculating that Omega could be force sensitive. Yeah. In some degree. And their biggest argument is her little insight moment with Crosshair in episode one. Mm -hmm. But it could also just be simply information driven, but it could maybe be in like just force insight Mm -hmm. thing. And if this is true, it would technically be the first ever force sensitive clone in Canon. So, it's probably not a lot of information to go off of, nope, but uh, let, what's uh, predictions for episode three? Honestly, I... I have no idea. I, <laughs> um, Crosshair's going to chase him. That's all I got. Yeah. There's, it's Crosshair's going to be in it. What if Fennec Shan... Shan Fennec Shan? Fennec Shan shows up in episode three. <clears throat> I know she's going to be in the show. Just I don't know when. Can you imagine they show a trailer with Fennec Shan in full animation, like finished animation and voice acting, oh. and they just don't use her? That sounds a lot like that Marvel. would piss me off. <laughs> oh, they're like, are not like don't use her, but she's not in the show at all. Yeah, there's no subplot lines just to her. <laughs> just like she's, yeah, just she's coming there. later. <laughs> Bad in the <laughs> I think we're gonna get Rex a lot sooner than people think. Was Rex in the trailer? Yeah, Rex yeah. is in the second yeah. trailer. For like two seconds when he steps off onto the rock. All of two seconds and he's like right dead center shot kind of thing. I would I would guess that Rex is going to show up no later than episode four. I don't know. Could be like an Ahsoka thing where you see him once and then don't see him again. Well, to bring in Rex like that, like you may as well use him. I agree. But then Rex and- needs a reason... To or he needs to find Gregor and Wolf, and leave for that random ass planet in the middle of nowhere. With That's what I think is gonna happen if they do a, a Rex subplot line. ATST, my bad. PTSD. That's after they have that. The tank that they have on that, that planet. Bug. The ATTE. Thank tank. you. Because they don't get the ATAT till near the end of Rebels. ATATs are the the imperial ones. ATSDs yeah. and ATTEs are in uh, Republic. ATTEs were the like the six the six legged tanks yeah. that walked, and then you got the lat gunships and ARC one seventies, ARC one seventy. I just do ARC because it's it literally just spells ARC and it sounds cooler. It's not an ATT. An ATT in is Rebels? ATT is oh, wait no what that's AAT. Hold on what are you talking about the tank that Rex Gregor and Wolf have on in rebels it's atte it's atte oh yeah all-terrain transport environment Uh, (laughs) all-terrain tactical enforcer there we go what's the the atst is the imperial imperial as well yeah atst is that two-leg walker yeah it's the two-leg chicken walker atat is the 
big thing. The big four legs. Yeah. The big four legged uh, all terrain armored transport. It's the sloth. Yeah. So you got the sloth, you get the chicken, you got the the, the albatross. George Lucas actually based all of his tanks off of animals. <laughs> hey, what's the six legged one then? And a beetle. The gunships are based off paper clips. Huh? Yes. <laughs> Not or in, not the in, not in like fourth the grade when you're like guys look guys oh, look I oh, made yes, like yeah. I've made this jack shuttle it's clips, just a paper yeah. clip just like bent weirdly it's just like ee. we're talking about the no no it's not the paper clip it's the uh, it's like a clamp it's a clamp thing you, you ever remember those metal clamps that one. had the two yeah <laughs> it, grab it's, a got, it's got the triangle oh. but then it's also got the little flaps and you just like raise the little flaps and you like fly it around it's like ee, Star Wars but, like they did that meme and. Uh, Oh yeah, those. Yeah, for attack yeah. of the for attack of the clones in the Genosian arena, and then it had showed a like the shot from Attack of the Clones with those paper clips all coming down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the picture and I was already thinking of the soundtrack when they came. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, look. So overall, Lucasfilm did not have to go this hard with a premiere. I did actually suspect that we would be in Order 66, like, or even like just before. Because yeah. the biggest question from the first time seeing the Bad Batch, like after the finale episodes of Season 7, is like, did they execute it or not? Like, that was the biggest question, and they obviously showed it. I would have been very surprised if they didn't show it. Lots to come. It did kind of die down in Episode 2, so yeah. it's pretty hard to make predictions. Earlier, I was talking about when Hunter and Crosshair are chasing Caleb Doom into the forests. Yes. Let's talk about that music. I think this is it. Here. Okay. Just listen to the music. What? You can hear that. Oh, shit. That piano noise in the back. Although I think it's more of a... Just a... I, I do think that part is just a thematic connection because if we're going to do timeline connection then the bad batch timeline in those scenes wouldn't work i'm just talking about the music i think it's just a, a, them, a thematic connection just for sound because at this point a lot of the clones are also dying the jedi are also dying it's supposed to create a tense moment really so there's something about a piano a, a very slow piano mixed with like i don't know how to describe like the bass tone because like it's a very long bass pattern no i can't afford to cry like i already have chills on that build right up. here right here this is what it reminded me of when rex and Ahsoka on that planet at the gravesite. Dude, I get like full body chills every time I hear this. But this right here. Yeah, the, the, the notes. That's. They're not the same notes, but it gives the same effect. That's what I mean by a, them a thematic connection. Cause I do, I do hear it. Oh, it is then. Okay. I was yeah. pretty sure, but I was like, is it? Yeah, that's just what it was. Dude, like, I, <laughs> just, chills. 
<gasps> Kevin Kiner. Cody. Kevin Kiner kicked ass in that <laughs> You're not crying. I'm not crying. You're crying. Isn't that Zootopia? No, that's... Uh, how do you get the chance of meatballs? Where the where oh, the yeah, pop the is oh, just really? Really tough. Yeah. get back in there. Or something Some like reason that. I thought it was Zootopia. Like, and he like <laughs> sniffs a tear back up into his eye or something. I don't remember exactly how it goes. Yeah, that's that was just my connection that I made. So, all right, everybody, thanks for listening to that episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Come back for the next one. Uh, we're really excited to talk more about Bad Batch in the next coming weeks. Again, if you have any feedback, contact us. We'd love to hear from you. Otherwise, uh, see you for now. And may the force be with you always. So long. Oh, oh, oh.